Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to episode number 37 of the Manifesting Vitality podcast. This is your host, Lara Parker, and it has been like almost six months, I think, since I recorded an episode, and you're going to find out why. Um, you know, this has been the most transformative year of my life, and I feel like you could say that about any year of your life. I feel like you'll always look back and be like, oh my gosh, I learned so much in that year. And then the next year, you'll say it again. The next year, you'll say it again. But I don't, gosh, I should knock on some wood here, but you know, I don't anticipate more growth than I've gone through this year, um, at least until I have children or something. <laughs> so yeah, I will get into it. Um, the name of this episode, the title is something along the lines of, I stopped using manifestation for six months. And I want to talk about this because I don't know if you maybe could have grasped it from my content or, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like people can see right through you. Right. And I feel like, um, when you're operating from a place that's not 100% authentic, people can sense that. So you may have sensed, you know, that something was off. I was really pushing through, um, back in, I would say January, February, March, April, May of, um, 2021. So this year, maybe even into June, I think it, I think it kind of ended into June. Um, because that's when I went back to work as a nurse. So I'll get into it. I mean, grab a drink, like, let's just sit back and and talk about it. Um, I've been getting a lot of DMS on Instagram to do another episode and I've been wanting to, I just didn't really know what to say or like, I didn't have, I don't have any, you know, like five tips to do this. Like I, this isn't that type of episode. I just want to talk and, and give you guys some, you know, some of my reality that's been going on. And, and so if you want that, then, then stick around. (laughs) Um, so I guess just start from the beginning, you know, I quit my job a few years ago as a nurse, a couple of years ago, and I focused on building a business, building, you know, a little bit of a brand on Instagram and, I thought that's what I wanted. You know, I really did. I thought that was completely what I was meant to do. And it didn't feel easy, but it felt right, if that makes sense. I didn't feel like this um, this easy flow. It was never, ever easy for me. It became easier and I did, you know, visualize it becoming easier and it did work from time to time, but it wasn't like consistently getting easier for me to show up. Um, I love the podcast. I was a hundred percent my, myself on the podcast. Um, I found it easy to be myself on TikTok and even on Instagram to a degree, but I just, there was something deep inside of me that was like, you're not like, this isn't what you need to be doing. This is not what, you know, you're meant to do. So, I was also going through a lot of personal stuff with my family and I was struggling because I felt very silenced. I felt very like I wasn't allowed to tell my story and it it left me feeling like paralyzed creatively. I, I felt like I couldn't share 
what I was going through. But in order to help anybody, I kind of felt like I had to. So I just felt like I was coming from this place of trying to make sure the wrong people didn't hear my content while making sure as many people could hear my content as possible. If that makes sense. Um, I don't care at this point. I'm so past it. I've done so much healing and work on myself in the last six to eight months that I can't even, I don't even recognize myself at this point. I feel like a completely different person. And I think that's, that's the whole point. You know, I think these years that force us to grow are, are critical and I don't want to recognize myself a year from now. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe this time next year, I'd like to recognize myself a little, sorry, I got cut off there. Um, yeah, I think this time next year, I would like to recognize myself a little bit. Um, you know, I think I'd like to grow, but maybe not as much as I had to grow this year. I don't know. I guess maybe not the type of growth I had to do. So, uh, to give you a little bit of background, I had a really hard childhood and my family refuses to acknowledge that, my immediate family. Um, and, you know, I, it came out because I shared it on TikTok. I shared my story a little bit, not really. I shared bits and pieces of it, um, you know, about my mom and different things and my, I received a lot of backlash from my family and basically, you know, I, my point was always, it's not what you did. It's that you can't acknowledge that you did it. I am not the type of person to not forgive somebody, but if you try to flip the script and gaslight me and try to make me believe that my reality was not what it was, because it doesn't benefit you for that image to be out there of you. I, I'm sorry. I've dealt with that my entire life. I dealt with that in a past relationship because I attracted that, um, because it was familiar. Cause that's what I went through my whole childhood and I will not stand for it. And I'm an adult and I do not believe that blood is thicker than water. Um, my true belief is that you choose the people that you want to spend the most time with like, thanks mom. Thanks for being a portal entryway for me to get into the world. Um, but that's, that's it. You know, thanks for, thanks for that. And thank you for nothing else. So I felt very, um, you know, she had a lot of flying monkeys going around, um, which is a term used, uh, to describe the people who enable narcissists. And, uh, yeah, there were a few people who were reaching out on her behalf. Um, in order to scare me and to frighten me into being quiet. And it worked for a while. I wasn't frightened. I just felt so um, stuck. Like I didn't, I didn't want to upset anybody. My point was not to upset anyone. I wasn't trying to like get back at anybody. I just was sharing my story. And unfortunately, that's the only one I have to share. You know, you, you can only share what you've gone through. And unfortunately, that's what I went through. So I felt, I just felt so paralyzed, you know, I, I just, I was a shell of a person. I was crying almost every couple hours. I was just bursting into tears. I was just anxious and I did not know what to do. And the last thing that I could do was help anybody else, um, spiritually or, you know, personal development wise. I just, I felt so lost. So 
I went back to work as a nurse because I could really put my head down. I could go to work, do my 12 hour shifts and come home and, you know, have money coming in and not really have to worry about anything at home. I could have my home as my safe place. I could choose to go to work when I want to. I am a casual nurse, so I go in, you know, when I feel like it, which, you know, I try to do three to four shifts a week. Um, when I'm, when my intention is to make money and then when I want to rest, I maybe take one or two. Like it just, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't matter at this point. Like my, back in June, um, my mindset was really poor and I was really, really struggling. So that was my priority. I am happy to report though, you know, like you can, I really do feel like I was going through some sort of hurricane, tornado, tsunami, And I can look back now and see that I'm out of that, um, out of the messy part of that. You know, I'm still obviously dealing with trauma and, um, you know, deep psychological programming that I've had since I was a little girl. And that is something that I can work on slowly and prog, like make, make progress on throughout the rest of my life. But the messy stuff has, kind of subsided and I'm really feeling good about that I had to do a lot of work in letting go of of people in my life and people who had been there but who hadn't really been there so my mindset was okay what are you losing by letting go of these very toxic people you're losing figures you're losing like robots of your life but you know these aren't people that you're going to go to if you have really good news and they're not people you're going to go to if you have really bad news there weren't people that emotionally supported me so what were they they were figures in my life that were supposed to be a certain way you know your 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 mother is supposed to be your biggest supporter she's not supposed to scare you and put you down and and threaten you and you know not support you through your life and lie to you and lie to others about you and gaslight you that's not I don't care who birthed me nobody gets to treat me like that it's just the way that it is and so the thing is like all of these behaviors that you have going on in your life that the way that people treat you it floods over into all relationships so it forced me to look at my relationship with my boyfriend and my past relationships how do people treat me as a whole how do I always feel now my baseline emotion since I since as as long as I can remember the first house I ever lived in the first like before I ever lived in a house with my parents we lived in an apartment like when I was three or four I remember my whole life the baseline emotion I felt was lonely I've always felt lonely I've always felt alone I've always felt very independent sometimes in a good way and other times in a very sad way And when I think of my family, that's how I feel. I feel lonely. So how does that spill over into my current life? I separate myself from friends a lot. I'm really bad at keeping in touch with people unless I very much set the intention to do so. Um, You know, my, like, I just, I I started looking at all the patterns in my life and I thought, well, if I, if I want to, if I want my life to improve and I want my relationships to be as good as they can, because I don't care what anybody says, um, you know, if you didn't have a great start to relationships in your life, 
you are going to attract different things in your life that you don't that you don't want and I wasn't taking care of myself that was like my primary thing I really do believe that when we take care of ourselves it translates into other people opening up to them taking care of us so it started really slow and I will say back in June when all this came to a head and I realized I couldn't, you know, I did not want to make money online anymore. I wanted to go back to work for a little bit and figure myself out. Um, that's all I could do. I got this raging desire to go back to work and I didn't have to make an effort to take shifts. I was literally just taking shifts all the time and I was happy about it and I went back to work and that was the beginning. That was the, that was the first brick in my house of healing. <laughs> Um, so that's what I did. I started going back to work and consistently for a little bit going back to work. Now, all of a sudden, a couple months after I started going back to work, I got this raging desire to move my body more, which I hadn't had in a long time. When I did exercise and do Pilates and do yoga and, you know, go for walks and stuff, it wasn't because I really desired to, it was because I felt like I had to, I felt like I should be doing it. Um, sorry about the sirens, if you can hear them, but you know, I, I just kind of woke up one day and thought like, I'm going to go for a walk on my lunch break at work instead of just sitting in the break room. So that's what I started to do. And we get two breaks a day. Typically, if, you know, if we get a break at all, um, we get two breaks and I've been really intentional in making sure I take my breaks at work. So the first break is usually a half an hour and I go for a half hour walk and then the second break is an hour and I usually go for like a 40 minute walk and then get a bite to eat. So I was moving my body. I hardly had to think about it. I would just, when my break would come, I started just grabbing my AirPods out of my bag and getting out of there. I called the big brick box, the hospital, and I just need to get out. <laughs> and so that's what I started to do. Um... And I just kind of continued on with that. And it was like, okay, well, maybe this is brick number two. Like this is, I'm feeling really good. I'm working. I'm moving my body every day. I wasn't really monitoring what I was eating. I actually stopped eating a little bit for a while. Just, I wasn't hungry. I was, I was anxious. You know, when you're anxious, you don't feel like eating. You don't have an appetite. Um, that was where I was at. So I was moving my body. I was trying to eat as much as I could. That was nutritious. Sometimes I would grab like, I don't know, a cinnamon roll or things that I should not be eating if I'm trying to be healthy, but I wasn't trying to do anything at this point. I was just trying to get to the next day. So that was that. And then a couple months after that, like I had sustained these behaviors for long periods of time, moderately long period of periods of time. I was working, which is something that I really had to force myself to do a long time ago. When I first went casual as a nurse, I wasn't making money online right away, but I refused to take shifts. I did not want to work anymore. But when I went back in June, I was like, okay, I'm going, I'm going. And like August came and then October came, like things were ticking along and I was doing really, really well. And then I had been moving my body every day for a while. Like I was really, you know, I was walking like, because as a nurse, I don't know if you know this, but you're literally never sitting down. Um, by the time I would get home, I had walked 18 to 20 kilometers a day. That's my normal day now. Like if I'm, if I'm working and that's my walks during the day, that's walking at work and that's walking to my car at the end of the day. So, you know, I was really like feeling very good. I was feeling very active. And then 
Finally, the desire to fuel my body with nutritious food came out of nowhere. One morning, like when I'm off, when I am not working, I love to make myself a coffee with cold foam or warm foam, whatever I'm drinking. And um, like, I don't know what it is, but I've told you guys before, an English muffin with peanut butter and banana, like and my coffee, it's my thing. I love it. I love it so freaking much. But this one morning I was off and it was the first day I was off on a weekday in like eight days because I had been working a lot of, I only work weekdays. I only take shifts on weekdays, no nights, no weekends for now because I just, I'm trying to have that balance and it works really well. But Kevin, my boyfriend, he's home Saturday and Sundays and I love that we get our weekends together, but I love my mornings by myself. You guys know that. I love from like 7 to 11.30, I love to be up you know, having my coffee, going for a walk, doing my workouts, doing whatever, and, and having no distractions. So, um, I, I came out on my first day off in a while and I just kind of reached for the oats. Like I used to years ago, oats, almond milk, and honey. Now I use oat milk. I don't know if any of you drink oat milk. Uh, almond milk in my life is a thing of the past now. Oat milk is freaking incredible, obsessed with it. So I was I was going for this breakfast that I just hadn't gone for in a long time. And I was like, oh, I kind of want like a green tea this morning too. Which again, something that used to be so habitual for me. I used to have green tea with my oats and almond milk in the morning. I'd have like some almonds later in the later in the late morning. And then I'd have my lunch. And like I was always so healthy. But I had given that up for so long. I, I forgot how to be healthy. But I'm telling you, you set the intention to just... just I don't know. I don't even, you know what? I can't even say that. I didn't even set a blatant intention. I just, in my head, I was like, I just want to be healthy again. I just want to feel good again and not healthy, like looking good. I just wanted to feel like I wasn't clawing at the next day anymore. I didn't want to feel like I didn't want to be here anymore. And I was just getting through to the next day. I wanted to feel like I, I wanted to be here. I wanted to live my life and feel abundant and feel energized. And again, that's why you guys didn't hear from me for all those months, because what am I going to give to you? Like, what am I going to give to anybody if I'm feeling like that? So, um, so yeah, I, I started to eat really well and it was very effortless and my only downfall is and was I still kind of struggle with it um sometimes when I am working I don't eat anything because I don't know I don't know what it is I I don't know if it's because it's a hospital like I I'm a little bit like weird with with germs and things which is super strange that I'm a nurse but I, I don't really love eating at the hospital. I don't get enjoyment out of it. So when I'm eating, even in the break rooms and stuff, I'm just kind of like, I don't know, I feel kind of icky. So I, sometimes I don't eat at all, but when I do, it's healthy. And I always have a really nice, big, healthy supper when I get home with Kevin. He always makes me dinner every single night. Um, you know, I, I try really hard, but sometimes I find it really hard to eat at the hospital. So this is where things get really interesting. So my life had been a fucking disaster from January to June. Kind of started, things started getting better in July, August. September rolls around and now more like October. Let's say October. It's December the 14th now. So um, October rolls around. I had been working consistently and wanting to work. 
I had been moving my body every single day without even thinking about it. And I had been eating well for a month and a half, two months without trying. So on a walk, there's a little route that I do when I'm working that I, when I'm on my breaks, I walk and there's a lot of really beautiful homes that I love like looking at and daydreaming about and just, I don't know, it's, it's a nice environment to be in. It gets me out of the hospital hustle bustle and just helps me relax. And then I go back to work and I feel really reset and good. So I was looking at this house and I was just kind of like walking and I thought to myself, I haven't had an idea in a really long time. Like I haven't had a new idea that really excites me, like a new thing that I wanted to work towards in a really long time because I've been so focused on just surviving and getting through to the next day and, you know, dealing with all of the pain that was going on in my heart and my head. Um, I just, I, I hadn't had something to work on in a long time other than myself, which is amazing, but after a while you just want like you want something new you want something like once you feel like you have a hold like a a grasp on yourself you want to start you know working towards something like a an external goal I don't think there's anything wrong with that so I just kind of said that to myself continued listening to the podcast that I was listening to and uh just kept walking and the next day I went to work and it was pouring rain And usually I still go for a walk, even if it's pouring rain and I just get new scrubs from the machine, you know, when I get back or whatever. I just, I, I, I need to get out of there. I don't care about the weather usually, but my, I had hurt my back a little bit the night, the evening before at work. So when I went back to work the next day, I was like, you know what? It's raining. My back is really sore. Like maybe I'll just sit in the break room today. And so I sat down and this girl that I really didn't know very well, she's, kind of new and I just haven't worked with her she was talking about these different opportunities and different courses that are coming to our city and I'm not gonna like 100% say what it is yet because I'm not 100% sure that I'm doing it well I know I'm doing it but I I just want to keep it to myself for a bit you know me I don't really talk about things until they're set in stone but she was talking about this and I was like okay I was meant to hear this like I was I was meant to have this conversation and it's like I I just kind of left the break like my break going back to work kind of feeling like really inspired and also like a little tingly like a little like excited which I haven't felt in a long time um I've felt it you know but I haven't felt it for professional or career things or you know business whatever I haven't felt that in a while so I um I started looking into it and I started registering for things and and like I I was like, oh my gosh, I remember the day before I was just out for a walk and I said, I would like, I, it would be so nice to have a new idea. Like it would just be so nice to have a new idea. Um, I did the same thing the other day with like 500 bucks. I said to myself, um, man, like 500 extra dollars. I saw somebody won some money on my Instagram and I was like, it would be so nice to have like an extra 500 bucks right now. And somebody gave me a $500 visa credit card for a gift. I was like, are you serious? And I was like, wow. You know, so the thing is like, I haven't been intentionally using manifestation for the last six to eight months. I still meditate because I have to, because it's the only way that I can clear my mind and, and feel myself breathing and, and get clear with myself. But I haven't been like, okay, writing this down. This is what I'm manifesting. This is my intention. I've, 
just kind of put all of my goals and dreams aside and I've been focusing on myself and so much has happened I think because of that like I don't know I I really do believe in human design and um, I believe in astrology I believe in there I, I, I believe that a lot goes into how an individual person manifests and for me I'm thinking now like maybe I just when I focus on something so intensely and I guess have an unhealthy attachment to it. Obviously, I'm not going to manifest it quickly. Whereas some people can be like, "All right, I'm doing this. I'm focused. I'm this is what I'm doing," and they it manifests immediately. I don't know. It's just I think that I have to have a more gentle approach to manifestation. Um. So, you know, I'm like in this ooey dewy like honeymoon stage with myself right now, where I feel so good about where I'm at that it's kind of effortless to feel more of that I guess is what I'm saying but it's hard to get through that bump and when I tell you I was in a bumpy road you know like I look at myself Easter weekend of 2021 I think it was in April when I tell you that my life flashed before my eyes and changed forever I'm not joking you know I I think something that always I thought always would happen with my family, like my family basically breaking up with me, (laughs) uh, me breaking up with my family. I feel like it finally happened and I had been anticipating it for my whole teenage life ish. You know, Um, I always kind of anticipated it happening. It finally happened. I didn't know how to navigate it. I was, you know, it's just it's just shitty. It's just shitty. Uh, it was it was shitty to come to terms with the fact that, OK, you were right. Like I was always hoping that I was just being dramatic like they told me I was or I was just, um, you know, not seeing the situation for what it was. And I was just being a teenager, a dramatic, moody teenager, which I I wish that were the case. I could definitely objectively look back at this point. And I would be able to, to know that I was. But there's so much written. I have so many journals. I have so many, so much damning evidence that I was not crazy back then. That, you know, I've showed my boyfriend. I've showed my friends. I've showed my dad. My dad is, you know, the only family that I will have at this point. Um, and it it's all, it wasn't in my mind. I wasn't making it up in my head and it feels really good to know that. But at the time when it all came to a head, it was not nice to know that. I really, really didn't want that to be the case. Um, You know, nobody wants to be right about something so hurtful and painful, but it would, and it was hard because they were it, they weren't just like letting it go. It was like a torturous, you know, accu- like I didn't know when I opened my phone, I didn't know what I was going to see. That was the thing. It, and it sucked. Um, but all of the pain from my childhood and things like that were coming to the surface. And in my relationship, like, thank God, Kevin is so patient and he sees things in a different perspective than I do. So, you know, he helped me see that this was not like, this wasn't healthy and I shouldn't be crying and I should, well, I should be crying, but I shouldn't be devastated over people who don't care if I live or die. You know, it, it doesn't, it shouldn't matter. 
and he really helped me reframe the situation and he helped me get my mind off things. He took me on little weekend, um, not weekend trips, but like trips on the weekend for the day. And he, you know, just, he just supported me so much through that. And he'd make sure that the house was all ready to go when I'd get home from work. He was so proud of me for going back to work and he was so supportive in me going back to work. Obviously, why wouldn't he be? But, you know, just, I was nervous about going back and I was worried that because I used to work a lot when I was in my past relationship and it's shift work and it's, you know, it's not glamorous. Like it's, I was working in an ICU and I was working a lot and I was working a lot because I didn't want to be home and it worked really, my job, I just remember thinking my job works really well for people who don't want to be home ever with their, their abusive boyfriend. And I, when I went back to work, I was like, that's the opposite of what I want right now. I want to be home with, with Kevin. Like I don't want to miss out on things. And he was like, babe, you know, if you worked a regular Monday to Friday job, you'd be working seven to three Monday to Friday. I work seven to three ish Monday to Friday. And you know, all you're going to be missing out on is three to seven, a couple days a week. It's okay. Like, I promise you, you will not miss out on anything. Just do this. And he, he wanted me to do it for myself. Like he wanted me to have that, that, um, I don't know, independence back. I, I, I wasn't leaving the house. Like you guys, I, I was literally staying home all day, doing what I could on social media and, and do and going for a walk like my walk was the highlight of my day my dogs obviously are the highlight of my day and that was it like dinner like Kevin making dinner and us sitting down and having a glass of wine and watching tv like that was my day and he was like babe like I love that you're always home I love that I know that you're safe and everything but like he 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 just saw me going down a bad path of mundaneness and he was like you're too you're too big of a person, like you have too too big of a personality to be trapped at home and you're trapped by your own emotions. Like you are literally trapped in this house by your own emotions. Like get out there, do do something for yourself, go to a workout class, like because he knows how much I enjoyed those. And he was like, you always talk about wanting to move your body more, you know, working out, but you're not doing it. Like you're going for a walk, which is amazing. And I was like, I need to do more. Um, but I just couldn't, I didn't have like the gumption to go out and do it. I don't know what it was. I was, I felt very stuck. I felt stuck in my own body. I felt like I had all these ideas and things I wanted to do, but I couldn't execute. So he really helped me feel safe to execute them. He would, uh, for some reason, I went through this like couple months where I was really scared to leave the house because I thought I would come back and something would be wrong I thought like oh my god something's gonna happen to you something's gonna happen to the dog something's gonna happen like I was so terrified that I was gonna come home and things would be different after an hour workout class 10 minutes away from my house you know I I was obviously struggling with (laughs) some deep-rooted shit so the only way that I could get through it was to do it I remember the first time I went to a workout class and in the middle of the work like have you ever been in a social situation or anywhere at all and your emotional battery your your social battery if you will just empties all of a sudden you feel like oh my god I get it I gotta get out of here I gotta leave like that was my I'd be at my best friend's house having a coffee and she would just we'd be like an hour in and all of a sudden I, I gotta go I gotta find a way to get out of this conversation I gotta go I have to go And so it was really scary to be out in public and have these like 
panics internally that I got to get out of here and not be able to go. Like you can't just leave a spin class in the middle. Like you can, but I didn't want to. (laughs) So I remember the first time I went to a workout class. Um, it was just down the street from my house. It was not far. And I really felt like I wanted to get out of there, but I pushed through it and I got home and Kevin had the bath done, like bath running for me. Um, dinner was on the, like he was cooking dinner, you know, everything was fine. So I was like, okay, everything's fine. I think I'm okay. Like, let, maybe we'll do it again next week. So I started gradually leaving my house again, um, for other reasons other than just work because work was hard. Like, but once I'm there, I'm stuck there. You know what I mean? Like there's, and I'm so busy that I was so distracted and I, I wouldn't have, been able to leave even if I wanted to so it's a different mindset I think but um with extracurriculars or social things I really have to work through that so um a couple of I guess a month ago now um my boyfriend's family all the girls we always go out every year before Christmas to go shopping go to dinner and stuff and like I was nervous about that I don't know why like it's his family Um, but I was nervous because I hadn't been out that long in a really long time. So we went out to dinner or sorry, we went out to lunch, we went shopping and then I didn't know, but we were going to, I'll call her my sister-in-law, um, Kevin's brother's wife. She was having us over for drinks later that evening. And I didn't know that. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know why I just didn't, I didn't realize that. And so I, was sitting there and I was like oh my god like how am I gonna get through this long of a time away from my house how because that's the longest it's been um other than her bachelorette weekend which I'm so freaking proud of (laughs) that was the longest I actually had been away from Kevin I spent a night away from him which and and the dogs and the house like I and I was drinking and I just I couldn't believe I got through that truthfully now I'm saying it and I still I still can't believe it I was so anxious leading up to it but I had a great time and like I'm thankful for that weekend because it showed me that I was capable but anyway just back in November um yeah I'm sitting there and I'm like all right you know what like I'm doing okay everything's fine I like so the more you expose yourself to these experiences and I mean I called Kevin at like 10 o'clock to come get me I had been out from 12 p.m. to like 10 p.m. and I was fine everything was fine everything worked out well I had a good little buzz on like I had a great day with the girls I was I realized that I can do this like I can get back into my normal social habits I can go to a fucking workout class you know I can do I can do all this and again now it seems ridiculous that I wouldn't be able to do that before like as you grow I feel like it's it's hard to remember why you did what you did or how you did what you did good or bad like I can't believe the discipline and the work ethic I had when I was 20 years old I literally I don't think I will ever be to that level again of work ethic and you know working going to school full-time working out as much as I did having you know like just having a really full life um traveling out west every four weeks like that was a lot and I can't believe I did that but I also can't believe that I wouldn't leave my house because I was scared something drastic would happen in an hour you know um so I think 
all in all, like the progress that has been made over the last six months, I know I've been really quiet and I know that it's been like, I haven't been very helpful. I haven't been very, um, you know, anything I do post on Instagram, it's more fun and lighthearted, but that's what I needed. Like, that's what I needed to get through the last six months. I needed to just be by myself. And now I do have a little bit of a direction that I'm taking and, um, it does involve nursing. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not doing a full career change again, Um, but it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. I just didn't know how to do it. And now I kind of do. So I'm really excited about it. And I'll share more about that as time goes on. And the thing is like, I'm still, I'm now incorporating intentional manifestation, like more visualization into my daily routine. And I, I very much believe in, I don't, I don't even believe in it. I know that it's true. Like I know that we create our own reality based on our psychology and, um, our human design, our astrology, our, our past, our childhoods. Like I, I know that we recreate, um, our past until we heal it. I will say a good example of this is Christine on Selling Sunset. Like, let's just talk about how the, there was a mindset coach. I don't know if you've seen the whole series, like the whole season four yet. Um, but a lot of, I've realized a lot of people on my Instagram watch Selling Sunset based on my stories that I've pulled. Um, you know, she attracts people who don't let go of the past because whatever, you should just watch the episode, but like they talk about that. And I think it's really, it's really nice to not nice. Sorry, that's nasty, but it's not, it's, um, helpful to see other people and their patterns because it's like, okay, I like you always attract this type of person or, or like Chrishell, she always attracted Uh, Because when she was a child, she was moved from place to place. She didn't have a home sometimes. And when she got older, she got married and the house that she felt safe in got pulled away from her. She got a, she had to get a divorce. Her husband didn't want to be with her anymore. She had to move out. She lost her house. So in this season four, when she is buying a house, she's like emotional because she's like, nobody can take this from me. And I'm like, oh my God, girl, like just careful. Like you got to heal that root belief that everything gets pulled out like the rug gets pulled out from under you all the time because I I believe that that's a pattern in her life that she will continue to encounter until she heals it same with us right like you know I don't want to keep manifesting situations that make me feel lonely I have done that my whole life so now I'm being really intentional about changing who I am as a person so that I no longer am the type of person who attracts loneliness and sadness and and grief because I feel like that's been a, a big pattern in my life. And that's super sad. I've attracted a lot of amazing things as well. But um, that's been like an undertone that I really want to rid myself of, of course. So I will be talking about, you know, healing and manifesting and like fun manifestations and, you know, lighthearted things as well as the big things. Like I do have a lot of goals for 2022 and not even like I hate the word goals I have a lot of life experiences that I want to have in 2022 um and that's all like I have I have things that I want to experience in this life that's those are my goals I guess if you will so I will talk about this on Instagram and I understand that not everybody is going to continue to resonate with me as I grow um you know there's been a lot of Instagram like people that I've followed or podcasters that 
I was obsessed with for months, sometimes even years. And now I look at their stories. And I'm like, I actually don't even like you anymore. Like I have no use for you. Um, you know, unfollow. And that's just, I, I don't know. I, I it's you, you outgrow people. And I, I also don't really like when people become very spammy. Like there's this one Instagram or there's this one influencer that I follow and she, you know, was always so helpful and I was obsessed with her content. And then she got very, like, all she talks about is her product now. She has one product that is like, you know, her baby and I get it, but that's all she talks about now. And like, I just don't resonate with her anymore. Um, her product's probably really great, like whatever, but I just don't resonate with her because that's all she talks about. And I can see that she's on a new trajectory. She's probably attracting new people, but I, somebody who loved her and loved her content, I just don't resonate anymore. So, you know, if you find yourself feeling that way about me and my content, I totally get it. You know, thank you for being here as long as you have been. There's been a lot of people who have messaged me recently and like checking in. And that's the thing. People always check in when I when I don't post for a while. And I really appreciate that. Um, I don't always get back to everybody just because I find it I find it answering people's um messages I love reading them I find answering them like I I get drained really easily and I don't I I find that with my friends too you know uh, even everybody I talk to like I find it really hard to answer sometimes and I don't really know why um working on that but I love reading your messages and you know believe me when I say like I really appreciate you so uh, that's kind of what's up for me right now. I have been through a whirlwind this year and I'm out of it. I'm finally on the other side of it all and I'm so goddamn grateful. Thank you, God. Thank you. Just any force in the world who has contributed to this. I'm, I'm grateful I'm past it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, let me know if you want me to start posting about different things that I did, like specific practices. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't really do any specific practices for this. I really just had to do it. Like I had to just be really, really uncomfortable and, um, put myself in, in situations that made me exceptionally uncomfortable, like going out and, you know, letting go of my homesickness, anxiety, weird attachment to my house. Um, and you know, I just had to do it and I had to put myself in those situations. And, once I realize, like once I subconsciously realized like, okay, nothing's going to happen. Everything's safe. Everything's okay. When you, when you go out, things are okay. When I finally adopted that, um, mindset, now I can, I can go it all the time. I can do things. I can, you know, like just be, be, be me for me. I don't know. But anyway, if you want me to post more about that, just let me know. Um, but yes, thank you for being here if you made it this far and I will talk to you in the next episode. I promise it won't be six months until I release one. (laughs) Have a good day guys.